1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday. Your team, every single day of the week, well... I guess really the weekday. Either way, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out on Spotify and all of the other major podcasting platforms out there in the universe. Follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, and I have already gotten plenty of them, as plenty of you are not happy with Matt Rule and want to know what The Carolina Panthers can do to turn things around. I'll answer some of those questions here on the show today and then, of course, later on on Friday. So either at me or DM me, but make sure to first follow me at Julian Council there on Twitter. I'm trying my hardest to be reasonable and to be patient and give Matt Rule the requisite time to turn this thing around. I get it. No one's happy about how things have gone through the first 29 games of the Matt Rule era here in Carolina. He's David Tepper's first coach, the guy that he wanted, who he called a program builder based off of his track record at Temple and Baylor, and the guy that he figured could bring the sustained success here to Carolina. That's why he gave him a seven-year, $60 million contract, but also in that he recognized... As he told all of us when he sat down with Bill Voth of Panthers.com, once he fired Ron Rivera, that the Carolina Panthers, you know, the fan base, it, would they accept short-term pain for long-term happiness, that sustained success that we were promised. And right now we're going through that short-term pain. Last year, the 5-11 and 11 season. This year... Things seemed like they were going to be different with the 3-0 start and then going out there and getting Stephon Gilmore and trading for C.J. Henderson, who did not play well on Sunday, by the way, but moves that made you think the Carolina Panthers of finally having a real general manager, a big boy GM in Scott Federer, that things could change. But man, things have not gone well over the last two months here in Charlotte as the Carolina Panthers lost on Sunday. They dropped to five and eight, and somehow got the NFC so bad they're only a game out of the playoffs. But they're eleven and a half point favorite. Sorry, not favorites. Well, favorites to lose on Sunday against Buffalo, and they'll probably be underdogs again when they play Tampa twice and on the road into Superdome against New Orleans, where Taysom Hill is probably going to be the starting quarterback. Not really all that scary, but again, I'm trying to preach patience. I'm trying to allow Matt Rule to get to that third year, and that's just me. Like I, I just think that we don't give coaches enough time, particularly when you look at the landscape in college and in, in the NFL, you've had one-and-done coaches, and if you think it's crazy here... If you pay attention to the English Premier League and soccer overseas in Europe, it's even crazier over there. Like guys get maybe a couple months to be the headband before they get yanked from their jobs. So let's not sit here and act like we're not really all that patient in America. We certainly are. But still, I just feel like we need to be more patient with Matt Rule. But he makes it hard for me to do that when he goes out there on Monday afternoon, his day after press conference, which he does every Monday following the Panthers games, and he talks about wanting to continue to employ or deploy, employ, deploy, whatever, continue to want to use two quarterbacks. Cam Newton, in certain situations, he'll start. He'll probably play most of the snaps, but he also wants to play P.J. Walker. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? The old saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. It's true. The Carolina Panthers have had the worst quarterback play in the National Football League this season. Sam Darnold, fine, got off to a decent start. Once McCaffrey went away, he lost his confidence. The O-line was shaky, and he made things even worse. Remember the catastrophic turnovers Matt Rules talked about on Sunday following the three turnovers, Cam Newton with the interception, the fumble, and P.J. Walker, another hellacious interception? Those are the things that we saw every single week almost of Sam Darnold, and they snowballed right after the first half of the Dallas game where the Carolina Panthers were looking pretty damn good. And then after that, it's just been abysmal, the quarterback position for the Carolina Panthers. But why are we trying to have multiple? When I mean we, him, not we. We ain't got nothing to do with this. You and me talking right now. But that's Matt Rule. Why is he doing that? When in the NFL has there ever been a situation where you used two quarterbacks and had success? When? Can, Can anyone answer that question for me? I'm, I'm honestly trying to think, Like, when was the last time you had a team that was, we got this quarterback for 75% of snaps, this guy for 25% of the snaps in the NFL. We got him, and it's not just like, oh, we're going to bring him in to run the football, do like a Tim Tebow kind of deal. You're having a one guy play the majority of the snaps, and then in a two-minute situation, we're going to bring in another quarterback. And in a four-minute situation, like on yesterday's game, we're going to bring in another quarterback. And in that quarterback... Has a worse passer rating over the course of the season than this the starting quarterback, Cam Newton. And he's been prone to turnovers and mistakes since he's been here in the National Football League. So again, why are we doing this? If Matt Rule, who claims he has confidence in P.J. Walker, truly did have confidence in P.J. Walker, the signing of Matt Barkley who has more experience as a starting quarterback in the NFL than P.J. Walker would have been enough for the Carolina Panthers while Sam Darnold was on injured reserve. But no, that wasn't the case. That isn't the case still to this day. Matt Rule does not have confidence in P.J. Walker. Therefore, he signed Cam Newton, whether that was really his decision and he really wanted to do that, it doesn't matter. Cam Newton's here, and Cam Newton is the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers going into Sunday's matchup against Buffalo. And what will happen in the weeks to come, we're going to get into that here in just a moment because there was another thing that I could not believe this man is considering possibly in a couple of weeks when one, number 14, gets healthy. But it does not make sense to me when you have Cam Newton on his roster to not play him all the snaps at quarterback. He had a week, two weeks to get with the program and understand the playbook further. And Cam is not a dumb guy. He's smart, obviously. So why are we still doing this where P.J. Walker's coming out and playing a two-minute? I don't understand that at all. It doesn't make sense to me because it's not like you're having success with P.J. Walker in those situations. The most prudent thing for the Carolina Panthers to do, for Matt Rule to do, whether he's here or not. But I know he's planning on being here. And he talked to the media and he said, I'm not thinking about next year. I'm thinking about right now and what I can do to help this football team win. Either way, the best thing to do for this football team is to commit to Cam Newton and let him go out there and play. It does not help this football team, when we talk about distractions, to bring up what is not even a real storyline, but becomes a storyline that Cam Newton is getting benched every single week. Like, I'm seeing all the I'm back on the bench jokes, and I'm sick of it. Play Cam. See what you got in Cam. The last two weeks doesn't make you really feel like Cam Newton's going to really be a serious can- candidate to be a starting quarterback here for the Carolina Panthers next season. There also is the context of he has not been here very long, and you wonder what things might look like if he has a full off season within whatever offense that they play, because we Again, we don't know who's going to be the OC next year and what offensive system. Matt Rule says he wants to run the football, a completely backwards uh, philosophy to what we now see here in modern-day football. Controlling the line of scrimmage is important. They can't do that because the offensive line is not very good. But wanting to run it 30 to 33 times a game, what teams that have success and are best in the NFL are doing that kind of stuff? But in the meantime, aside from philosophy, get rid of this one, the two-quarterback system. Play Cam, stick with him, see what you got, and then move on. I don't understand what the deal is here with the P.J. Walker obsession and trying to get him reps. If Cam gets hurt, P.J. can go in. If Cam throws three picks and looks terrible, P.J. can go in. But I didn't think yesterday was a situation where P.J. Walker should have ever been in the game. I get it. He told us that expect that to happen Still doesn't make it any better to hear on a Monday morning following that loss that his plan going into Buffalo is to make the Bills, Sean McDermott, and Carolina North prepare for two quarterbacks when a Carolina Panthers should be focused on only one. And that guy wears the number one. Matt Rool also said something very alarming to me on Monday about the potential quarterback spot here in Carolina and how one Sam Darnold might be able to factor into it here in a few weeks when he's back healthy. We'll get into that here on the show in just a moment you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge you switch the boost mobile for the power of saving money because with boost you get the power of a free 5g phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save boost mobile free phone limited to new customers and one per line additional restrictions apply offers slash coverage is not available everywhere or for all phones and networks see boostmobile.com for more details Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away and on location. The official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an all exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five star L.A. hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. We can sit here and complain about the offensive line bleep show all we want here in Carolina. It's not necessarily a unique experience and problem that the Carolina Panthers are going through. A lot of teams in a National Football League are going through that same issue as there's just so few offensive linemen. And then, you know, injuries play a role. And injuries have certainly played a role here in Carolina this year, where I just don't see how you could have an expectation that this group could have success when you're missing a Matt Paradis and John Miller, who hasn't really been great, Michael Jordan, and other key offensive linemen. And I guess you kind of got to put that in quotes, even though it is true, and it's very painful to say how true that is. Even when healthy, offensive line's not very good. But the biggest problem with the Carolina Panthers is not the offensive line. The downfall for Matt Rule will not be his inability to fix the offensive line. The downfall for Matt Rule will be His inability to find a competent quarterback who can lead his team to the playoffs. And right now, Teddy Bridgewater did not work out. We'll see what he does in Denver this year. It's pretty much the same situation. You got a coach who's on the hot seat in Vic Fangio. You got a great defense, just like Carolina has. And you got an okay offense with some pretty good weapons and probably better weapons, if you looked at the way those guys have played this year, than Carolina. And having Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, but I love, love Javante as a Carolina guy, Denver's got a pretty good situation that Teddy Bridgewater is in. They're 7-6 and six with the other playoffs this year. I doubt it. The AFC is really tough, and I just don't think Bridgewater is good enough to get them there. And he probably wouldn't have been good enough to get Carolina there, but maybe would have had a better chance at Bridgewater this season, especially in this NFC and looking at their 5-8, and eight. With four weeks of play and still in the hunt? A game out? How the hell is that even possible? But Teddy Bridgewater didn't work out. They moved on. We know the story. Who they didn't get. Who they wanted. They land on Darnold. That's been a disaster. They bring back Cam. That hasn't necessarily gone as well as many of us would have hoped. And I don't know what they even expected to come away from the Cam Newton situation. Which now kind of leads Matt Rule to making a decision Possibly next week or the week after, of putting Sam Darnold back there at quarterback. I know, right? Sam Darnold still on the roster. Who? Hey, Darnold. Darnold to Arnold. All those stupid things that we were saying earlier in the season. He could be back. Because I was of the opinion and I thought that this team, this organization was pretty much done with him. Well, done with him, but, you know, not done with the 18 point. Five, eight million million or eight five eight million million, that's going to be under cap hit regardless of whether he's on the team or not. Well, of course, they could trade him, but what team's going to be dumb enough to do that? There's only one team that was dumb enough to trade for him, and the Carolina Panthers only exist here. I don't know. Maybe Detroit will do it. I don't know, but I don't think that's going to happen. Either way, Sam Darnold, according to Matt Rule, is close to returning from IR, and Sam Darnold could potentially factor in to the Carolina Panthers quarterback plans here in the next few weeks. There's only four games left to play anyway, so it's not like Sam Darnold's going to come back and save the season. <laughs> that was Cam's job. It's not going well so far, and I'm not here saying that Cam Newton stinks. It's just not a great situation that he stepped into, and I feel bad the guy hasn't won a game as a starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers since 2018. Again, QB wins not a stat. But it is pretty alarming that Cam, as much as we love him and as big of a figure he's been here in Carolina, that he hasn't won a game as a starting quarterback since 18. Team game, but holy hell, man. But Matt Rule, this him just bringing up Sam Darnold and possibly playing him again is just so wild and out of bounds that it almost makes sense. Like, seriously, like, let's take a step back. And really evaluate the situation that we got going on here. The worst quarterback situation in the National Football League. Like Detroit, you can look at them, their situation with Jared Goff. But they got a first-round pick. And Goff, they're going to be fine. They might not have any great quarterbacks this year. The Lions are going to stink again next year. And anyway, they're going to have capital to where they can go get a quarterback the year after. Detroit will be able to finally get a quarterback for Dan Campbell whenever that day comes. Carolina Panthers... We have no idea what the situation is going to be moving forward in the, in the offseason. And I know while y'all have asked me about it. I really don't know what to expect because you look at the cur- certain the current situation, if Matt rules is going to be coming into next year on the hot seat, is Aaron Rodgers trying to come here and deal with that situation, especially when Green Bay looks like they're right on track to make their third straight NFC title game and maybe be in the Super Bowl, if not win it. He could also run out to the sunset if he wanted to do that. Or go to a place like Denver that's probably better ready-made. It's a tougher division, but I'd rather go to Denver right now if I was Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson, sure, work with Scott Fitterer. Could come back home, former NC State Wolfpack. Well, I guess whole pack of Badgers. Sorry, guys. But Russ, does Russ want to go back behind another bad offensive line? If Deshaun Watson gets figured out, does he want to go back behind another bad offensive line? This just does not look like an attractive situation based off of just how things are working out with with the quarterback situation and no an OC, the O line, and the head coach maybe being, he's not going to be a lame duck because he'll still have five years left on his deal going into next season. But there's going to be a lot of heat. So maybe it makes a lot of sense now for Matt Rule to think, okay, well, huh. PJ's not going to work for us. Cam did it, tried it out. It's going all right, but not the way I wanted it to go. One and three since he came back and three and 0 and three when he's been the starting quarterback. Maybe I do put Sam Darnold back in there. Maybe uh, slinging Sammy Darnold can come in and getting a little bit away from the pressure and from the team, he's got his wits back. And he can come out and play well the last two weeks, if that's what it is, the last three weeks. And then we can carry that momentum into the offseason and bring him back next year. I don't know, just spitballing. Maybe that's something that's gone through his head because I'm trying to figure out how he would want why he would want to do that we've seen enough from Sam Darnold this season to know he's not the answer where I then go back to what I said in the first part of the show play Cam Newton and see what else you got from him for the next four weeks dummy and then that will help you you already can check off the box and know that Sam Darnold can't play PJ Walker same case Cam Newton looking like Probably not a starter in the NFL for this team next season. And maybe not for anyone. Because if it's not here in Carolina, then where is it going to be? Doesn't seem like a lot of suitors, if you ask me. I hope the best for Cam. Want the best for Cam. And would love to see what maybe would look like here with Cam. But I need to see more over the next four weeks. And I'm sure Matt Rule needs to see more. But Sam Darnold coming back here and playing for this team this season is not the answer. And you already have a disenfranchised, apathetic fan base. Look at that stadium in the fourth quarter. The last thing that this guy needs to do, whoever, people want him gone already, but the last thing you want he should do is put Sam Darnold back under center for this team because you know good and damn well that that team does not believe in him. Their body language, their energy, everything that they've said over the last couple weeks, particularly Robbie Anderson, shows you how much faith that they have in Sam Darnold. None. So don't do it, Matt. I'm trying to help you out here. Don't do it. All right. We'll take another quick pause here on the show and then we'll talk a little bit more about what does what needs to happen really for Matt Rule to stay employed here past the next 4 weeks here in Carolina. All that and more coming up right here on Lockdown Panthers. You guys know what? I've been hearing a lot about Stance apparel lately, especially because Stance just launched a new active apparel line. This stuff is awesome. It's super comfortable. It's incredibly comfy, well-made. Their socks, their shirts, their joggers, and hoodies are everything that you want to give someone this holiday season. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators, for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: I'm over here right now. I had poured a, a nice little glass of Buffalo Trace for me during the break just because Matt Rule is just he's driving me insane he's driving me crazy I'm trying to be patient I want to give this guy a chance I I don't have much confidence in the rest of this I have well (laughs) much I don't have any confidence in the rest of the season like I think they're going five and twelve if they go five and twelve as I've said all bets are off David Tepper might just say pull the plug screw this I'm done I can't do this anymore and he might not believe that Matt Rule is the right guy anymore and that's fair if that's how he feels uh, it's, it wouldn't be, you're not gonna get much of an argument from me if that happens. If they go five and 12, they got to find a way to win. Even if they go six and 11, it's just my stance is, if you think he's a program builder, the first two seasons should not factor into whether you believe that they can have a jump next season. Now, there are some things at the quarterback situation where I don't know how they're going to fix that this off season. And also with the offensive line. It just takes time, and the best case or the best way to build an offensive line is through the draft in development, and I think they have, obviously, one guy in Taylor Bowdoin who's fantastic, but also Brady Christensen, I think, has a chance to be pretty good. Rule said he played just okay on Sunday. Um, Fans think he's a future Hall of Famer. I get it. You want to see the guy play. We'll see. Maybe he's the answer at left tackle, the arms thing. I I don't know. I really don't know. I know what Matt Rule, at least from my interpretation, what he wanted to do was allow Brady Christensen and Deontay Brown both to sit back and learn from the veterans who are going to be gone after the season and then to put them in next year as second-year players as opposed to having to flip Brady Christian sent around to four different positions this season because that's not helpful to the Panthers or to Brady Christensen's development. But they have a chance where he could be a decent player. Deontay Brown played one whole snap on Sunday. So, hey, congratulations. Welcome to the NFL, rookie. Maybe next year with more conditioning and if he can stay healthy, the knee injury, that definitely played a factor in him not having – been out there on the field so far this season. Hopefully he can be a piece for the Carolina Panthers moving forward, but they're going to have to get more offensive linemen upcoming here in the draft. They don't have enough picks. That first-round pick, you want to get on. You want to use a quarterback, don't you? But what quarterbacks do you really like here in Carolina? And then does Matt Rule have the time? Because next year, it's going to be win or else. Does Matt Rule have the time to draft the rookie quarterback and then hope that that guy's going to fix things? Because Kyle Shanahan, he has time. He still has Jimmy Garoppolo. And, no, we're not doing the whole Jimmy G to Carolina thing, guys. Don't do that. Don't even ask. Um, but he's he got a, he's got he got a rookie that can wait behind a guy who's already taken him to a Super Bowl before. Again, total team effort. Chicago, Matt Nagy. I guess he was kind of hoping maybe Justin Fields could save his job, but also he started Andy Dalton. I don't know the situation there. Belichick with Mac Jones. No, there's no trouble there. Urban Meyer. He shouldn't even be in the league anyway. And then Zach Wilson. Robert Sala, that's kind of the typical first-year head coach, first-year quarterback, let's grow together, and we're tied together kind of situation in New York. Looks like it's probably not going to work out because Zach Wilson, like most Jets quarterbacks, seems to be pretty freaking clueless. So for Matt Rule, it's going to be tough. It's really going to be a tough sell to keep him here if they go 5-12, and 6-11. You had to have seen actual growth from this team this season. Still, they're not really great in one-score games. You have only, you've seen one fourth-quarter only you've comeback, which we didn't see a single one of those last year, in the final drive, the one where well, they still lost to the Vikings in overtime. But Sam Darnold single-handedly brought this team from the depths of despair that Sunday afternoon where he threw a pick on the first play of the game and took them to overtime. And maybe had they won that coin toss, they won that football game, and who knows where that takes the team moving forward the rest of the season. But offensively, like you've seen a regression of Robbie Anderson, who had his best game of the year on Sunday. That was good to see DJ Moore, tough guy battling out with a hamstring injury day to day right now. He's had a solid season, going to have over a thousand yards again, but he has not been as good as we would have seen had he finally had a quarterback. And you wonder for DJ's future, does he want to stay here in Carolina when he doesn't even know if he's ever going to have a capable quarterback to allow him to put up the kind of numbers that might give him the opportunity to be an all pro? And then, you know, I don't know if he's thinking Hall of Fame I'm not saying Hall of Fame either. But, you know, you got to be able to put up certain stats if you want to be viewed a certain way in the National Football League. And it's hard when you have bad quarterbacks throwing to you. The development of a third wide receiver has, never, has not happened. Tight ends are still non-existent from the passing game for the most part. It would be nice to have McCaffrey back. That would help things out offensively. But the offense has obviously regressed. And that's why Joe Brady's no longer here. The offensive line is still a mess. The defense has gotten better, though. They put a lot of resources in fixing the defense the first two seasons here, the first draft where they use all the picks on defense. And then again of off season, where you saw what they did with the signing of uh, Hassan Reddick, who's gonna be a pro bowler. Perryman's not here, but hey, Perryman was actually a decent signing. They got rid of him because they didn't see where he's gonna fit in. Probably would have been a better choice than Jermaine Carter Jr., but he was out injured in training camp. And I understand that they felt like he just wasn't a cultural fit. And he goes to LA or Las Vegas rather, and things have worked out well for him where he's gonna be a pro bowler. But they at least identified the right kind of talent there defensively. They got defensive talent down. They understand what it looks like, what kind of guys they need to bring to the defense. Now they need to go out there and figure out what they can do offensively, especially on the offensive line and at quarterback, if they want to take that next step forward. So it's not like there hasn't been progress at all here in Carolina. There certainly has been progress on the roster and some of the moves that they've made and the guys that they brought in on one certain side of the ball. You look at Zane Gonzalez and what he's come in and he's done kicking the football after Joey Sly had no competition, lost all confidence. They bring in Ryan Santoso. That was never going to be a real thing. And here we go. Zane Gonzalez hasn't missed a kick. He missed like one extra point, and the other kicks he's missed were blocked, and there were coverage issues So, or protection issues. So you've seen progress in certain areas, but the areas that people want to see progress in are the quarterback. It's a quarterback position. It's a quarterback-driven league. The offensive line also, which has been a major problem issue here in Carolina for the most part of 10 years. And people were sick of it, so Matt Rule. If you uh, over the next four weeks, I don't know how he can fix either one of those situations. That's the thing; those cannot be. And that's and we had this conversation way back beginning of the season, and I told you why I wasn't very confident in like this being a playoff team going into the year, where I thought eight and nine still was a possibility because I didn't have confidence in Sam Darnold and the offensive line, and both of those came to fruition. And that's not me patting myself on the back. That's just the fact that here, fourteen weeks th- through, we're in week fifteen you're just not going to be able to change it. You you we're at we're, we're here we are. We're there. I don't even know what the hell I'm trying to say. We're at where we're at or some stupid thing like that. This is just who they are at this point. I think that's the words I was looking for. And that's who they've been for weeks, months now. It's not going to change. Now what do you want to see moving forward? You got to see them win a football game. You want to see the defense start getting back after the passer because they have not done that the last couple of weeks. And Josh Allen on Sunday, you can't allow him to sit back there because he'll pick you apart. And you also have to have a spy on him and bring him down. You need to see more spirited eff- efforts. You want to see consistent football. If they can play consistently through the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter and be close in these games, then you can feel a lot better. Like They might not win, but if they're actually competitive and they're not just having these massive lulls throughout the game, that will be progress through the next four weeks of the season that might give you confidence that maybe the Carolina Panthers could be headed in a better direction moving forward, but they're going to still have to figure out what the hell they're going to do. So I don't really know necessarily what tangibly you can see from the Carolina Panthers outside of wins over the next four weeks that is going to give you, and maybe even David Tepper, the confidence that Matt Rule should return. It's just at the point where you either think he's you're out on Matt Rule or you're like, Let's give him another offseason, let him figure it out, and really let Scott Fitterer take care of the personnel decisions and then see how next year goes. Because at this point in time, you're not going to convince people either either way, Like especially in this country. you're We're at certain points in, in a lot of things here where you either feel this way or you feel that way, and there's no way to change people's minds. Yeah, my mind can certainly, if they lose, if the next four games look horrific, I can be like, yeah, I guess probably the best thing would be to move on. Even though I still think philosophically that it just makes way more sense to me that they give Matt Rule another year. And also, what's the attractiveness of this job if David Tepper hands out a seven-year, $60 million contract and then after two years pulls the plug on a guy? And then you have no quarterback you have a bad offensive line. Like, what coach out there is desperate to come coach Carolina in those situations with an owner who seems to be an active participant on everything that happens within that building? So, big four weeks coming up for Matt Rule. Big four weeks. He's gonna get paid either way, so you know, I'm not really too that cons- I'm not that concerned about him. Alrighty, that is gonna wrap up another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Later on this week, Joe Marino, who lives here in Charlotte area locally, he covers the bills for Locked On Bills. Gonna have our crossover episode on Thursday. Wednesday show might have a surprise for you guys might be getting the band back together if you know what i mean um but in the meantime make sure to rate review and subscribe to the show on apple podcast check us out also on spotify and all the other podcast platforms out there and follow me on twitter at julian council where every single friday i answer your weekly friday mailbag questions so get those into me now by either adding me or DMing me but don't get crazy until then take care peace and love i'll talk to y'all on wednesday